0: Welcome everyone to another episode of the She Ventures Now podcast. I am your host, Gayon Nicole, and I'm also the founder of SheVenturesNow.com, where I encourage millennial women to make quantum leaps in personal change. Those quantum leaps could be a change in your career. They could be leveling up your love life as a single woman. And it also could be starting something spectacular like a business from scratch. And with that, I segue into today's episode. Today's episode is another example of business startup. And I'm joining Joining me today is Nikki Porcher, founder of BuyFromABlackWoman.com. I have a mutual friend with Nikki Porcher who referred her to me and I'm super glad she took the time out to share with us her aha moments along her journey. Here we go. All right. Hey Nikki, how are you?
1: Oh, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. Thanks so much for joining me on the She Ventures Now podcast. I really appreciate you making the time.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm very honored just to be a part of your Chief
0: Ventures project. So thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Let me introduce you so everyone knows who I'm speaking with. Uh, Nikki Porcher is the founder of Buy From a Black Woman, a nonprofit organization that brings awareness to black women business owners and the people who support them. And Nikki, why don't you go ahead and tell us more about who you are and what is BFABW?
1: Okay, so Buy From Black One um, is basically just black women entrepreneurs and the people who are supporting them and their ventures and just making sure that we have our resources available to us. Black women are phenomenal people. Mm-hmm. Like, there are so many things that black women are doing. Um, and we are just, I always say we're more than just shave others and jewelry making <laughs> because there's so many other <laughs> things that black women are capable of doing at, um, this project started because I just wanted to inform people of all the products they could buy from black women. I went to um, this bizarre event where people were selling all these handmade items and they were like extremely overpriced. They were like pillows for like $400, a shoe for like $2,000. But people were buying these things. But the one thing that I noticed, there were no black women there. Wow. Like, it was an event and there was no black women there. And it was all these handmade things that I know that black women make, but there's no way that they would be able to get $400 from a pillow off the street. Yeah. So it was like, you know what? There needs to be something like this, but there needs to be a support system in place to let people know, like, hey, black women are doing these same things. And there's nothing wrong if we want to charge $400 for a fellow, people should buy more from black women. So that's really how <laughs> Buy From a Black Woman started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me, I literally said that phrase at the bazaar, like, people should buy from black women. I was like, that's what I'm going to do.
0: You know what I like? <laughs> You know what I like about your introduction? There's so much energy and conviction in your voice. Like, I'm sold. Like, whatever you selling, girl. I'm I'm wanting to be a part of that. So tell me about that. Like, how did you get so convicted about your concept? And even peel back the layers of how, like, how did you... How did you decide, like, I'm going to just do this nonprofit because that's what this whole podcast topic is all about. I really decided with my podcast and with my platform that with She Ventures now as an online brand, I want to help millennial women become to a degree like you make a quantum leap in a personal change in their personal lives, their lifestyles, their career, or for some with starting a business or a venture like a nonprofit, right? So give us some details about your entrepreneurship story that sets us up for like how you came to buy from a buy. So we get that part now, but tell us more about, you know what I mean? Like is this something you're doing full time or is this part time? Like how did you get here?
1: It's crazy, like First of all, like when you sit there and whatever powers you believe in, you ask for something you need to be ready to receive what you're asking for, because it will happen. And you're just like, wait a minute, I did ask for this. So <laughs> and it's funny because one of my friends who I worked with about eight years ago reminded me that I said, I want to have a nonprofit that would help black women. Right. And I said this eight years ago. I didn't even know or remember the conversation. But she remembered the conversation because I went to Essence Fest last year, with black girl, black woman. Yeah. And she was like, "You know, do you remember when we were sitting in the office and he was like, oh, I'm going to have a nonprofit. It's going to help black people. It's <laughs> going to be great. I said, no, I don't. She said, well, you, I remember you saying it. And that was eight years ago. So before I, like, I spoke the words and I put it into the universe. And then, of course, I forgot about it because life happens. But now here I am doing this. So... Um, I was in the military. I did 11 years in the Air Force. Thank you. And,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So when I got out, you know, um, it was like I had two little associate degrees because, you know, when you're in the military, there's nothing else for you to do but to go to school. So I had my two little associate degrees, but I still didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. I still didn't know my purpose. I was, I was still very young, but I knew the military wasn't for me and I knew I wanted to be a creator, but I didn't know how to do that. Yeah. So I got a job in um, a nonprofit. That was my first time like working in a nonprofit, I really knowing what nonprofit was about. But I was a server. I knew I wanted to serve. I served in the military. I knew that I still wanted to help people. So working in that nonprofit, it put me in the aspect what nonprofit is about. And I've worked in lots of nonprofits. Some good, some bad, some very crooked, but I knew that I still was put on this earth to serve. But I wasn't helping the people who looked like me. And I knew I wanted to help those who look like me. So fast forward before I tell you all my life. That's it's okay it was um i was I in a nonprofit and again um i'm um, it was just basically just like just me going to work doing my job coming home and i know i need more and then with everything that's going on in the country we're living in it's like okay i'm a black woman i know i have to do for other black people black women black children how can i serve how can i use my gifts and my talents to help those who look like me who think like me who are dealing with things just like me? So I just put the call out there to the universe, was like, "Hey, what am I supposed to be doing?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> yes. I like, that. like tell me what it is I was supposed to be doing. Like, I had these gifts and these talents and these resources and these connections. I need to do something. I need more with my life. You know, yeah. like, I need something. So I, um, I run like I run half marathons, and I'm doing this like 50 state challenge where like I go to each state and I do a half marathon. What? Yeah. yeah, it's like, I'm going to Kansas tonight. Yeah, I know. So this will be state number 13? 13. 13 for me. Wow. So, so um, I was on my way to a race, but I missed my flight. So I'm like, you know what? Something's going on, because I was looking for signs. I was asking for signs, and I was interpreting everything. And signs are there if you look you know, so I'm yeah. like, okay, I miss my flight. There's a reason why I miss my flight. Why did I miss my flight? Let me figure out why I miss my flight. Yeah, you know, and I was like, what is it? And that's when I went to that bazaar I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. That's when I saw that, and that's when I was like, people need to buy from black women. And I came home. And I was like, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to show people how to buy from black women.
0: That's so funny. Was, that's awesome.
1: And that's really how it happened, and I truly believe it really can be that easy for all of us, and we are in tune with ourselves, and we know what we're asking for and what we're seeking, and we look for the signs, because they are there in everything, all the stances that you need to put you on the path of what you're asking for. It's there for you, and if people say, oh my gosh, it just happened so easy for you, it just came, because like... I was working full time, but I was working from home, so it was very easy for me to do both. But so once I started developing, Buy from a black woman, and started gaining, like it was like two months into it, my um, employers found out about it. They was like, "Hey, this is kind of racist." Um,
0: they they said what? This
1: is kind of racist, and I said, "Just because I'm pro black doesn't mean I'm against anybody else. Like wow. I, I'm a black woman. Do you guys realize that? Like I can't help." Those who look like me, because you know, Mm -hmm. when you hired me, I was a black woman. You know, (laughs) like I did not take a mask off. I was like, "Hey, surprise, (laughs) I'm black." (laughs) You know, so they was like, "Hey, it's not racist. If the board finds out about this, blah 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 blah." Basically, just like, "How can we get rid of you quietly?" Because oh wow. So they asked my resignation, and I was like, "Okay," because I had ropes (laughs) in December. I was not going to work for anybody else. I said, And I said, once I started Black Home Black woman, I'm, like, I'm going to take six months to develop and start this project. And I would not have quit. I'm just being straight up honest. I wouldn't have quit on my own because we're so comfortable and we know like we have these bills. It's and just so like comfortable.
0: Can you, like Can you we say that so one more time? Can you say that one more time?
1: We are so comfortable. So, yeah. you know, like I like food. I like lights. I like just doing like this and something comes on. So I wouldn't have quit the job. It was paying me well. You know, I was able to do things that I wouldn't have done. So, but I had, I wanted time to develop this. I wanted time to work for myself and develop this. And I was released from the job. They asked me to resign. So I, you know, willfully resigned from the job. But they provided, you know, a service package for me. So I was able to, like, live, you know, and then and I And I've had skills and talents. So I was able to get some freelance work. But I was able to develop six months just slowly on buy from a black woman. And when I tell you, like, those six months, like, I gave away two buy from a black woman business grants. I had webinars. I was going to functions to help promote buy from a black woman. I did a power pop-ups where we would pop up on black woman business owners and just surprise them. And showered them with gifts and encouragement words. I went to Essence Fest for the first time as a community partner, you know? So it was like, yeah. Yeah. And I look back on it and I'm like, how was I able to do all this? But it was because I was in tune and I listened and none of this was on me. None of this was my own. It was just me just listening to the directions that the God, that God and the universe were giving to me. Yeah. And now like now I work for one, um, time again, I'm a teacher. So I'm an art teacher. So I work full time, but I still have buy from a black woman. I'm still serving in both capacities because I'm serving the children. i serving black women. Yeah. And yes. I love
0: what I do. I mean, we can't tell Nikki. It's really hard. No, I'm just kidding. We can totally tell. Like, I love this. I love your energy. I love just seeing your passion spill out of you. So I want to know, Nikki, I really want you to, this is part of of how I want to flow this podcast is where people feel like when they listen in, they get to hear the juice. And the juice is (laughs) like the stuff that people don't willingly share in their journey to greatness, right? I think... Obviously we live in a very shared economy where through Facebook, Twitter, through Instagram, people are sharing naturally the highlights of their life, whether it's a business, whether it's a nonprofit, whether it's marriage, whether it's whatever they're going through in their own lives. And we forget that like before greatness and all along the journey, even after you reach whatever pinnacle you're going after, there's hiccups, there's valleys, there's droughts, there's seasons of grinding that are quiet and lonely and it's hard and there's failure moments, right? And so no matter how how much we try to make it glamorous. Entrepreneurship is hard. Nonprofit business startups are hard. Um, And I want to see if you'd be willing to share just some, like your, I call it your best failure moments, right? Like one or two that stand out to you that like, it really shaped you into who you are. And if anything, it gave you greater confidence or conviction to be about what you're doing. Okay.
1: So like I said, like um, I was told to, you know, resign. So, like, I had money, but I'm, like, and I was comfortable, but, like, I'm a single mom. So, you know, like, there's that, right? <laughs> and, <laughs> Girl. That, right? So, like, my last um, day of employment was, like, February 29th, and it was a week year. So, I was like, oh, that's a sign, because the last month, and no box. So, so, I believe it's a mm-hmm. right? mm-hmm. So, it was a year. So, March was covered. All the bills for March were covered. Paid my rent. And all the light bills had food, all that stuff, right? I'm like, Yeah, then April hit. And I'm like, How am I gonna pay my rent this month? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, and I had this moment because I just came back from like an enlightenment trip. But like, April was a struggle month for me.
0: Like, I did not know how I was
1: gonna pay my rent. I even went to one of those places because I'm like researching stuff. Like, how do you pay your rent when you have no job? You know, like, how do I do yeah. this? And I went to this place, and this woman basically told me, she's like, well, are you homeless? I'm like, no, but I don't want to be homeless. And she was like, well, we can't help you till you're homeless. But I don't want to be homeless, so I need help now. I'm, like, writing business proposals because it's like, all right, I know I'm supposed to be working on but I'm a Black, woman. um, but I need money to do that. And I know I don't want to work full-time because I just got released from a job, so I know... Something is stirring. Something is happening. I need to trust the process, but because we're human and we don't trust the process all the time, because we can't always see the process, right? We're doing our own thing. We're trying to figure it out. So I'm like trying to approach people, like, "Hey, I got this great business idea. Would you be willing to invest and get some money in it?" And meanwhile, I'm doing side graphic design projects, side. Cool inland Like when I say like I'm, like I'm not sleeping the whole month of April because I'm trying to get all these contracts in place so that I can pay my rent in May, June, July. <laughs> you know, yeah. without having to have this struggle. So when I say like March was comfortable for me because I had everything paid for, but April was the month where I did not know if it was meant. I didn't know if it was going to happen. I didn't like. I even asked my mother. I was like, Mom. I need some money. Like, your grandson gonna be homeless. And she's like, well, you should have quit your job, blah, 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 blah. You know? And when you have to go against people who do not, who are not in the entrepreneur mindset, where they don't understand, like, why do you want to work for yourself? Because they've never done it. Or they don't understand following your dreams or following your passion. Because it's foolish because you have a child. Or you need to make sure your bills And you're just out here by yourself you had to go against all that, and you feel lonely. Even when you talk to other entrepreneurs, you you still feel lonely because, like you were saying, they don't want to share the struggles. So how can I know that you're struggling and be there for you, not just financially, but also emotionally and mentally, if you don't share what's going on with you? Yeah. So I started reaching out to other entrepreneurs. Like, hey, this is my truth. Like, this is what I'm dealing with. Have you dealt with this? And I found this sister circle, and they all were like, I'm glad somebody said it because me too, you know, and we were able to like put a pot together to help each other. So now we have like this pot where we like just give in to monthly. If there's somebody in need or somebody is, you know, short a month because they're an entrepreneur, hey, you take from the pot today or whatever. So long story short, um, I had like six contracts out there and my work was late. And the guys were like, hey, you're really like, going to call the people on you. I'm like, yo, give me a couple more weeks. I got this. And it seems like everything just came together. Like, and like I said, like the moment was, um, like everything came together. And in April, I gave out my first black woman business Grant. Like I had was already promoting it, you know, so they know where the money going to come from. But this going to happen. <laughs> gonna happen. Like, I am going to be able to do this. And when I was promoting it, it was only a $250 grant, right? But then everything happened and people were investing into buying from a black woman. And I was getting my my contract. I was able to give another black woman $500 to start her business with, like, three days before that, I didn't even know how I was going to pay my rent. Wow.
0: You know? Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, like... And it's funny because, like, I went to Paris a couple weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. And you know how, like, um, on Facebook it says on this day type stuff or whatever? So I'm in Paris, and I'm, like, just chilling, like, you know, Parisian. Like, I do this all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm up here with my wine and my cheese. <laughs> and on my phone, on Facebook, it's like on this day what I had wrote about, um, you know, not knowing if what I did was a good idea. And just, like, it was, like, one of those cryptic messages. Like, I didn't want everybody on Facebook to know I didn't have money to pay for my rent. But it showed up on this day. And I was like, I'm literally sitting in Paris when this time last year, I didn't even know if I needed a storage unit for my stuff. Wow. Wow. You know? So, like, I just, I give thanks for all of it. And I don't want people to think that because we romanticize so much of it, but it's a process and you have to trust it. And there's no reason for you not to trust it because it's all lessons with it. Because now like I have savings on top of savings on top of savings because I don't ever yeah. want to not, you know, feel mm-hmm. like I cannot pay my rent. That's a horrible feeling. Yeah, like, yeah. That's horrible.
0: So. Yeah, there's such a cool um, dynamic with acknowledging your failure and seeing that that failure moment made you greater. Like it it had you, it became like a launching pad for you setting yourself up for greater success, for greater stability, for greater momentum, for you to sustain yourself. And I'm seeing that in my own life. I'm seeing that in the, the interviews with other business and entrepreneurs. And I also feel like the latest sort of, um, quote about failure, failure that resonates with me is that failure is probably one of the best forms of feedback. You know what I mean? It's like when you feel like you dipped, or you didn't achieve something, or you feel like it looks great, It looks like this is not the image of success. That's a moment of feedback for you and say, mm, how can I do better? What's what's going on? You know. And it's just cool to hear that story for you and for you to be willing to share it. Thank you. Thank you. Like
1: I'm learning that you have to share more because you don't want other people to think that they're alone. Because for I not sure. alone because nobody was sharing with me. So once you find people who are willing to share you never know who needs your story
0: yeah for you sure never...
1: and we so often we compare ourselves to other people and other success and it's all smoke and mirrors we don't know what's going on behind that you know what I mean Like mm-hmm. I have the pants on right now but people don't know that <laughs> you know <laughs> you can cut that part out but you know like <laughs> we only show what looks good you know, and we have to stop doing that. And like, I go to a the therapist, and I let people know that I go to a the therapist. Because mental health is important, but you have to be able—you <laughs> have to be able to shed all of that clam, so people can actually know what's going on, so that they can also be empowered by that. Because you never—you yeah. you never know the impact you have. on it. You're yes. not learning that. Yes. Yes. Um, so, like, yeah, this is cool. But let me tell you how over here, and this is how I got over here and it's like there's so much other stuff i don't share yeah and if i did you guys were like how do you get up every
0: day <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? yeah yeah so. so my second my second question then for you nikki is can you share some i guess i would say i call it like entrepreneurial lessons like aha moments uh your thought patterns before you kind of really went full throttle with your entrepreneurship endeavor and then just like your light bulb moments with our audience because i think there's so many lessons that i feel like you'd be you'd have to, like you could give us and unpack anything stood out to you any any aha moments along the way so far oh i didn't ask you this i'm so sorry what phase of your nonprofit business are you in right now like are you still in startup or are you like in year three, year four? What when did you start?
1: Oh, I started last year. Okay. Last, Fe- last February I got my non exempt status last April. So like this is still an infant moment. Like infant thing is just because I had that time to develop, it seems like it's been around for so many years, but you no, know, it's still <laughs> like we like this is the one year month of it. So, yeah, so, like, but because I was able to work for so other many nonprofits in so many different positions, like, I know some of the knowledge, so I'm fortunate in that aspect. And, um, like, I went to art school, so, like, I had my art history degree, but I also had graphic design degree and advertising design, so I know little pockets of that. So that has really played a key part in that. Yeah. But... Um, I guess lead up to your question. So tips is like don't do everything, and that's what I'm like. You do not have to do everything. There are people that's good. Who, yeah. are, who specialize in certain things for a reason. <laughs> so don't be scared to outsource. And I know that as entrepreneurs, we try to, with because our budgets are so tight and so limited. But do not disregard bartering. Like it's a magical thing, especially in the entrepreneurial field. Like. Okay, you can do this and I can do that. We both don't have money, but we can do this for each other to help each other grow. You know? So, like, I don't want people to discount, discount that because if you don't have the budget or the money to do something. Reach out to the person who does because you never know what you have that they don't have. I like, that. like that.
0: That really resonates you know? with me. Bartering as an option. I think we forget about that for sure. Yeah,
1: Because, I mean, like, it's, there's no... And that's part of what, um, the education part of Buy From Black women, and that's part of why the grant is five hundred. Because I know was like not to have money to start your dream, and going to a job where you don't feel fulfilled and you just don't feel like there's any hope. And we need to have something for self.
0: Yes. You
1: know. Yeah. Like five hundred is not a lot, but we. Uh, as, that's that's women when, we you're
0: off, when you're just starting out. When you're just starting off. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. It can help a lot.
1: Our old friends get you our cards for $20. You go know, to daddy's site like for $2. Like, you can make the money work. And black women are so amazing. Like, we can make them. So, bartering and um, time management has been a lesson for me, because when you're working from home, and working for self, you want to, you know, binge watch something on Netflix, but you cannot, because if you don't work, you don't eat. <laughs> so right. time management. And there's been times when, you know, there's been a series, I'm like, I'm going to watch all 15 of these episodes today, but then I'm waking up. So <laughs> you know, the next thing is I'm not sleeping because I have to work till 3 o'clock because I wasted time doing that. So time management, like, treat your job like is your career. Like right. don't think just because you work from home you don't need to work or you have all the time to do that stuff. Yeah. But in the same aspect, get out the house, go to these work pods or these workstations or create you a circle of people who also work from home and go to a place outside your house and just work together. So yeah. you pass ideas off of. It. Sure. Somebody, that people's connection is important. You know? So you don't feel lonely and you don't feel like nobody understands what's going on. Find you an entrepreneur circle or on meetups or Facebook or just put the call out there. you like, hey, I'm going to go work at Starbucks today. Everybody will enjoy it, and then just having that conversation. That, and you never know what new ideas could be brewed just from a conversation on apps. I
0: like so, it. So. I like it. So, what do you think? Here's my question. What do you? And I don't know if this was the, in the rendition of question I sent to you because I've kind of done some revising. So forgive me if it's not, but what do you say is the one thing that you think makes or breaks a novice entrepreneur? You know what I mean?
1: Not trusting yourself and not trusting other people.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Like, um, nobody can take what is for you. Nobody can take it from you. Like if the idea was given to you, it's yours and people can duplicate you can try to copy it, mm-hmm. but nobody will have the same thought process, the same ideas, the same execution as you. So trust yourself with that and trust other people to help you with that. That's good. So often we're like, hey, I had this idea. I don't want to tell Jane because I don't want Jane is doing. Or I don't trust Jane enough to help me with it. That's you know?
0: good. That is good. <laughs> There's some truth to that because I think sometimes we as entrepreneurs, I mean, I've, I've felt this, you know, things are speed to market, you know, like, Hey, we live in a crazy world and you might have a great business idea. And then all of a sudden you tell, yeah, I feel like I'm telling on myself, but like, I feel like you can't tell everybody, this is my, I'm I'm, I'm literally putting myself out there. You can't tell everybody. Cause some people are going to steal your idea, try to do it too. But it's, it's really weird because you almost feel like it it emboldens a weird competitive spirit. Like, you don't feel like other people would want to support you and not compete with you. You think that there's not enough out there for you to have your own, even if other people decide to join in. Come on, you know? So and
1: that's all in your mind. it's that's all, all in your mind. Yeah. We all can eat healthy every day, all day, even when the rains out here. And like I was saying, like, and I dealt with this too. because like, wait a minute. Who's gonna understand by from black women? Blah 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 blah. There's sort of other many black um but like what is yours is yours. You know? So you've never known you sharing that. You don't know what other people have to help you. And you don't know what you're doing to help somebody else with that. So if you tell her and she steals it, guess what? It's not gonna be the same way as you was gonna do it. Right. It's not execute the same way. It's not going to be successful because it wasn't hers. Right. No can take yours and be successful with it because it's yours. Right,
0: right. I like that. Hey, that's <laughs> that's good. So are you ready for our rapid fire round, our rapid fire session?
1: Okay, that's good. All, right.
0: all quick quick questions, quick answers. So number one, if business... Oh, also, I revised these questions, so these might be all new. Right? <laughs> I didn't tell you. I'm so sorry. I need to go tell the rest of the interviewees that are up to come. I'm so sorry. I don't think I sent this out. But number one, even better, because I think you're really good with off-the-cuff conversation. Number one, if business operations business operations, and branding were in a boxing match, who would win?
1: Operations, because you can have the best brand, but if you cannot operate it, execute it, it's still going to
0: fail. Wow. That's interesting because I think there's a lot of people that are big on branding and they're like, I, you know what I mean? Social media.
1: Yeah, I, but I mean, like, you know, social media, if you're trying to just brand your social media page but you have no operation, no timeline, no formula for it, okay, it's going to be great today but next week.
0: True. Number two, you've been given the task of writing the manual on entrepreneurship. Page one says, um, don't
1: doubt yourself.
0: Number three, the cost of starting up a business has been for you.
1: Five hundred dollars.
0: Really? Well, outside talk talk about the other costs though, because I know out of outside of mon, mon, like financial would have been that's
1: some. What, that's what I was saying. Like, um, oh, cost. Um, it has cost me some friends. Really. Um, it has cost me some social life because you cannot do so much other things socially if you are, you know, trying yeah. to build a business and it like friends and relationships because and let's just be real honest about that if you're dating somebody who does not understand the entrepreneur business or they try to be an entrepreneur and we're not successful it's not going to work really yeah because they'll see you striving they'll see you working and it will part of that would be well why didn't it work for me that way
0: yeah Um, wow
1: or that what about us so and it it's cost cool.
0: you your job too, right? It, like,
1: it, it did, it did. But I really, in hindsight, give thanks for that. Yes, <laughs> yes,
0: absolutely. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot
1: even say it cost my my job helped me launch my entrepreneurship. Right. I
0: exactly. Quick. I
1: want to quit. <laughs>
0: yes, and pause. That's such a great way of telling the story, right, about yourself. You know, it costs these things, but the the worth of this cost is so much better. Like the worth of doing what I really hope to do, my dream. I love it. I love it. Number four, great customer service is. Responsive. Being
1: responsive to your customers. Because we want to ignore things and avoid things. I'm avoid it. I can admit that. Yeah. <laughs> so great customer service it is just being there for your customers. I love being it. Responsive.
0: Number responsive. five, your personal philosophy on sales would be.
1: Buy from a
0: black woman. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, gosh! Oh, just buy, just buy from a black woman. I love it.
1: <laughs>
0: That's conviction. Number six, your business mentor, whether virtual or in real life, is um, Cause
1: there's so many who I like admire from afar. You want to hear names? Yeah, or... like who
0: well who would be the top two, you know what I mean? Like because there are a lot of people we can look to, but...
1: Like, of course, all Black people say Oprah. You know, like, <laughs> Oprah, 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 Oprah. And she's great, don't get me wrong. She's great, but I'm not, I should not, let me stop limiting myself. You know, I was going to say, she's not on my status with that stuff, but I'm putting limits on myself. Right, don't so, limit yourself. of course, Oprah, because, you know, she's a Black woman who did it. And there is a woman here in Atlanta locally, and I'm I i do not want to mispronounce her name. I don't want her to case she watches this, she's like, oh, is she wants me. You know? <laughs> yeah. But like I will actually have to scratch that. I will say all the black women who are on my director Because wow, they actually have a chance to start a business and they're out there doing it. So that's I will say good. say all the black women who <laughs> Our that's
0: good. I like that. I like that. Number seven, in our last rapid fire question is your greatest success moment so far is or has been
1: giving away the black women black business grants and seeing them flourish and do and feel like that's I'm part of that. There yeah. is um, Shana with IBT's Co. she was the first person to receive the black women business grants to watch her journey from startup to where she is now like I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Like it's just amazing to know that I was able to help her
0: yeah do that. Yeah.
1: Like yeah her. So like she all my team comes from her. Wow. <laughs> like she is amazing. And awesome. just so that would be so like put out three since then. So just being able to do that, to give yeah. money to another black woman so they can start a business without having to worry about how
0: they want to pay their rent. Do you have a list of all of the winners so far of the Black Businesswoman grants?
1: They're on the block. Um, They're on the block. So there's only been three. It's been Shayna with Ivy's Tease. It's been a beat maker in Alabama. And then the recent one in March was Detroit Speaks in Detroit. And they're like us. They're reaching out to Detroit youth to help them get ready for college okay so i love
0: it and so here's my grand finale um question for you nikki um she ventures now is is an online life coaching brand that i am developing oops we're getting a lot of feed do you hear that oops it's did do you have like an air vent that just turned on
1: it might be the air, the air conditioning.
0: all right sorry about that all right um so we're an online life coaching brand that I created to help millennial young professionals, like I said, with quantum leaps and resetting their career, starting a business and building wealth. One thing that is common for all of these changes that I found um, and I really believe in is lifestyle redesign. And one of the things I wanted to ask you in closing is what would you say is the main way you've had to redesign your lifestyle as you started your venture? And this is really coming from an emotional health, physical health, holistic health standpoint, because I think, and this is the, the story behind this question, is we can be all grind and all business and forget other very, very healthy and important aspects of our life that can cause us, if we leave them, right, they can cause us to actually not flourish in our business.
1: And um, as I mentioned lightly earlier, like, therapy has been a key part of wow. this- Wow. going to therapy and able to like it's something so free to go talk to a person who knows absolutely nobody in your life and able to speak about all of that stuff in a free and safe environment and to speak about the things that are on with you without judgment. She might judge me, I don't know, but she does a good job at what she does. It. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like having that has really helped my growth and that and it helped me be more in tune with myself. Yeah. So if you are able to play therapy or church or whatever it is, like find something that will help your mental and help you connect with who you are so you have a clear thought process and a clear being so that when things are being told to you from whoever you believe the universe, the answers, whoever it yeah. is that you connect with, you have to make sure that your mind and body is clear so you can hear what is being told to you and you know how. Because really if you don't know where you're going or where the next step is, you're not going to be successful in this. Right. And yeah, I, I have to say like, that has really been because being able to have my mind clear and being with who I am, I know the thoughts and the gifts and the ideas are being given to me. And that's why it's so easy for me to approach other people or uh, to share with other people because I know... I know
0: without shadow that nobody can do what I'm doing the way I'm going to do it because it was given to me, you I know? It. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Nikki, thank you so much for making the time. Oh, gosh. oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. This <laughs> this interview has been such a delight. My goodness. Oh, uh, And tell us now if we can just close out with you telling people where they can head to, to get more information about what you do, how they can connect with you, contact you, buy your material, please let them know.
1: Okay, so you can find me online: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Buy from a Black woman um, website: buy from com dot net. That's another thing. Buy all your URLs. <laughs> like, so That's no matter cool. what people type in, they are going to connect to you. So you put net, you're going to go to my site, or you know, because you can remember the. Things, but sometimes you forget the dot part. Yeah. Anyway, so you can share that out too. But, you yeah, know, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and on YouTube. Um, and whenever you post something on social media, just use the hashtag buy from black women. So not only are you showing your support for black women business owners, other people can find you and support them also. Because when you support a black woman business owner, you're supporting the whole community.
0: That's all for now, friends. If you'd like to get updates on new episodes, articles, products, and coaching services to help you make quantum leaps and personal change, sign up for our newsletter at slash updates.